Welcome to the Sicha of this week. We're going to be learning the second Sicha of Zeis Abrocha in Chelik Yudalit, page 164. This is a Sicha which is mostly about Simchas about Shemini Yatzeres and Simchas and the connection to the Parsha to Zeis Abrocha. Kemeduba Kama Pomim was spoken about many times. Mizeh, Shekosa Varambam, Valderachzeb, Begimore, Benegel, Ekriyas, Parshas, Vizeis Abrocha, Besimchas Looking at the choice of words that the Rambam uses to describe the Kriya that you read on Simchas that you read V'zei Sabrocha, the Rambam says, Olamachor, Kairim V'zei Sabrocha. Tomorrow you read V'zei Sabrocha. What does it mean tomorrow? Kehemshech, Okesim, Kriya Satayra B'mayibes. In other words, following and concluding the other Kriyas that the Rambam talks about, that you read on every day of the Yom Tif. So this is the follow-up and this is the conclusion that you read on the last day of Yom Tif. It's Takana of Meishe Rabbeinu, he instituted that in the Yom Tif, you read from the Teda, the theme of that Yom Tif. Mashma, so from this it appears, Ki Ashaych is the Vezei Sabrocha liyam Tavach Nishalchag, the connection of Vezei Sabrocha to the Yom Tavach, to Simchas Teda, which is the last day of the Yom Tif of Tishrei, Hi Leirak Lefishi Seif Kol it's not only that because it's the end of the Yomim Tevim, so therefore we also instituted to read the end of the Teda at that time. This is the Pshat that it says in the Ran. According to this Pshat, there's no specific connection in the theme of the Parsha to the theme of the day. Oh, another Pshat, to put together the fact that we are rejoicing, completing the Teda, to the fact that we're completing the Yom Tif. Also, according to this reason, there's no specific connection. Oi, another reason that's brought, Kedei, Lismoich Birchas HaMelech Shleime, Lebirchas Meishe. In the Avteira of Shemini Atzeres, we read from the Bracha of Shleime HaMelech, so the next day we read from the Zeis Bracha, which is the Bracha of Meishe Rabbeinu. Again, no specific connection to the theme of the Yom Tif. Ella, rather, based on the words in the Rambam that says, Ula Mocha, he's describing all the Kriyas of the Yom Tevin. And this is another kriya of the Yom Tiv and the conclusion of the Yom Tiv. So it's, it's, it's appears to say, It's actually expressing the theme of the Yom Tiv that this Parsh is being read in it. So the Rebbe will explain over here, where do we see in Parshas V'zei Sabracha express the theme of Simchas Teireh? Which is Simchas Teireh, which the Rebbe will explain in the second half of the Sicha. In the first half of the Sicha, though, the Rebbe will focus on the fact that Simchas Teireh is the Yom Tev Sheni of Shemini Yatzeres. So where is the connection in the Parsha to Shemini Yatzeres? We would be able to explain this based on what's known. Shemini Yatzeres, the second day of Shemini Yatzeres, is when we celebrate Simchas Teireh and read V'zei Sabrocha. That's the time when there's the Klita, meaning absorbing, taking in integrating all of the revelations, starting from Rosh Hashanah, now, at this last day of all Yom Tovim, is when the person fully absorbs all those re- uh, revelations. Sh'oz, Niklatais, Bipnimiyas, Kola, Amshachaz, Rosh Hashanah, V'chaydish B'chlau. Ki, V'nshik, Rebbe, Teichnash, Rosh Hashanah, Hu, so now, what's the main theme of Rosh Hashanah? Mash Yisrael, Ma'achtirim, Esa, Kodesh Baruch Hu, Lamelech Aleim. Yidna, crowning David, as their king. Asks of Yidin, say the Psukim of Malchias and Blo Shafer and so on, in order that I will be a king upon you. So that's the main theme of Rosh Hashanah, to accept the Ebishta as a king. So if so, which is absorbing that revelation that began by Rosh Hashanah, so we're Taking Bipnimius, this revelation of the Evishter being our king. This comes down in a more revealed way, a more internal way that a person can absorb this revelation of the Evishter's Malchus, accepting the Evishter as your king. So now, this is the theme of what Shmini Atzeres is. So, we can see clearly and simply. The connection of Simchas Teireh to what it says in the parsha. Mashakosav, it's what this says, the pasuk says. Vayihi bishurim melech, this asif roshi om yachad shifti yisrael. 
and the Abishtah is king amongst Yishurim, which is the Yidin, the name of the Yidin. This Asif Rashiyam, the heads of the Yidin, gather and assemble together. Yachat Shifti Yisrael, all the Shvatim of the Yidin. Shabazah Bezin Yanam. So looking at this Pasik, which is towards the beginning of the Parsha, and as an introduction to the entire Parsha, so there are two points that are made here. This is the fact that the Abishur is the king, the king over Yidin. The theme of Rosh Hashanah to accept the Abishur as our king. And the assembly of all the heads and all the Shvatim of Yidin. Quoting the language of the Altareb and Lakotetere, all Yidin gather together to be unified as one. To the point, the achtos amongst Yidin is so powerful that there's no distinction between head and foot, that they all are on the same equal level in their relationship with Hashem. Those are the two themes that we see over here in this Pasik. These two points here, the Malchus of the Eibishter, accepting the Malchus of the Eibishter, and the unity of the Yidin, that they all are equal and the same, are dependent one on the other. On the, on the other. This Aveda of accepting the Ebeshter as king, as crowning the Ebeshter as king, Shavim Kol Yisrael. Here, all Yidin are on the same level. All Yidin are equal. Why? How is it that you appoint the Ebeshter as a king or accept him as a king? It comes through self-nullification and accepting him as a king with a simple and full dedication and exception without any uh, personal feelings or personal level that you understand, but totally and fully dedicating yourself to the king. If you notice differences between someone that's on a higher level and someone that's on a lower level, that means that that's not a full nullification to the king, and it's not a complete acceptance of the yoke of the king. If there's an absolute bittle, then the level that the person is on doesn't exist. It's not individual. We're all in the presence of the king, accepting and appointing him as a king. We're all the same. And like it is with the case, when you are crowning a, a king of flesh and blood, it's the people, the nation, that fully nullifies themselves to the king. At the time that they're crowning him. At that time, when they are appointing and crowning him as a king, there are no differences noticed between a high-ranking official, a minister, or a simple citizen. Everybody stands equally in their full dedication to the king. If at that point the minister feels himself that he's prominent and he's important, so he's not properly appointing him as a king, He's not fully nullifying himself and dedicating himself to the king. So this is at the time when you, are, when you crown, when you appoint the king. The difference is that there could be between a minister and a simple individual. After he's appointed as a king. And now the king has to function and fulfill and govern over the people. So here, the Gaizakzaidis, he decrees different laws. Sha'az Yashnam Khilukim Baitan Kiyam Akzaidis, the fulfillment of the king's decrees. So it differs between different people. A minister has one requirement, a simple citizen has another requirement, and so on. None of these differences are noticed at all at the time of the Akhtare when they are all crowning the Abishtar, or even a Malak Bas of Adam, which is the Mashal here, as a king, at that point. Everybody is equally nullifying themselves and dedicating themselves to the king. So these two points that the Rebbe points out here, in the Pasuk of Ayyib Shur Melech and Vesasif Rashiyam. And as the Rebbe explained, they are dependent one on another. Because we're crowning him as a king, therefore there is the absolute unity and equal e equality that there is amongst all Klal Yisrael. These two things... We can clearly see in the name Shmini Atzeres. From the interpretations that there are in the name Atzeres. Aleph, Atzeres Tielachem is a Lashon Malchus Umemshala. The word Atzeres means a ruler, the kingdom, rulership. Beis, Kenishin Tehilachayim. It should be an assemblage for you. 
That's the targums, a simple pshat of the Pasik. Hainu, what kind of a assembly are we talking about over here in a spiritual sense? His asfos, his kapsos, assembling and gathering, shall call the Israel yiskapsu kula. All Yidin should be gathered together. Lihikolol, the mokim echa, to be included and be in one place, the mekairam, the sharsham, in the source of their neshamet, where they come from. That's the true assemblage of where Yidin are really one entity. Shehain, so these two interpretations, Atzeres being a ruler, a leader, a king, and Atzeres meaning gathering, Yidin together, Shehain, Beis and Akudis, the Vayyibishur and Melech, the Chinas Melucha, Vayyibishur and Melech, the kingdom of the Yibishter, and Besasif Rosh Yom, Yachat Shifte Yisrael, that all Yidin gather together, Kibbutz, Vehiskalalos, Kulam, Yachat, that all Yidin gather and are included as one, Ashahobahot Talye, Kanal, as we said before, one is dependent on the other, it's when Yidin, fully nullify themselves and accept Eivishter as a king, then there's no differences noticed between one Yid and another. Everybody is equal in their dedication to the Eivishter. So this is the connection of the uh, Psukim here in the Parsha, or this Pasuk by Yehibishur and Melech in the Parsha, to Shmini Yatzeres, which is the time when we are absorbing and completing the Hachtar of the Eivishter as a king. However, there's something still left to understand over here. Shmini Atzeres, he aklite, the Cholon Yoni Chodesh Tishrei. Shmini Atzeres is the time when we absorb, fully absorb everything, all the revelations of the time of Tishrei. But the Ikir in Yonish of Shmini Atzeres, the Simchis Teire, who Simcha. How do we do that? What's the main theme of the day? It's the joy. We rejoice, we dance and sing. That's the main Aveda of the day of, Sim, of, of Shmini Atzeres, and especially Simchis Teire. So that detail yet has not been explained. Where do we see in the rejoicing of Shmini Atzeres HaSimchas Teire a connection to Rosh Hashanah? More than any of the other things that there are during this month. If the whole point of the, if the connection here is specifically between Rosh Hashanah and Shmini Atzeres, and we see that connection of the Malchus of the Eivishter, the equality of all Yidin, hinted here in this Pasuk, how was that expressed in the main theme of the Yom Tev, which is the Simcha, the rejoicing? The answer is, The kingdom of the Eivishter, we accept the kingdom of the Eivishter, is expressed how, as we explained, When all Yidin are unified and included as one, as the Pasik says regarding Rosh Hashanah, as Al-Tarebbe says, that this Pasik is Meramez to Rosh Hashanah, that all Yidin stand together in one. Revealing this, being revealed here below, is at the time of Shmini Yatzeres, as we pointed out before, it's to absorb it and bring it down and express it and reveal it here below. What's the main Aveda of the day? The awe, the bittle, self-nullification, accepting the Ebishter as his Melech, as a person's Melech. That's the main Aveda then. Kabbalah Mizgalahu. The unity, the kingdom of the Eivishter is revealed in the world in the unity and the inclusion of all Yidin in an opposite, opposite of the awe. When the Yidin are rejoicing together with unity. The idea of Simcha is expression. When a person is expressing himself and there's a revelation that he feels. So here's where you see the specific nature of the rejoicing on Simchas Teireh. Shmini Yatzeres of Simchas Teireh, ki dafke b'shmini Yatzeres of Simchas Teireh, minig Yisrael hu, the chol Yisrael smeichem ezeh b'shova. The minig Yisrael is that everybody joins and rejoices equally together, b'li chiluk, without pointing out any differences of class, of grades, who's higher, who's lower, and so on. Simchas Teireh, shmini Yatzeres, all yidin come and rejoice together. So therefore this theme of appointing the Eivishter as king, which is expressed by the fact that there's a great unity amongst Yidin, that all are equal, is also expressed in the Simcha of Simchas Teireh. Because it's a kind of Simcha where all Yidin are unified as one without any differences. When it comes to Yom Kippur though, 
The source of the atonement that's brought about in Yom Kippur comes from the very essence of the Ebeshter, which is above any divisions. It's also the Abayda of a person. Yom Kippur is the day that the essence of the soul of the Yid is revealed. The actual atonement itself relates to every individual according to his condition, his level that he's on, whatever he has to forgive for. So every person is uh, on a different level in that sense. So therefore, this kind of unity is expressed specifically on Rosh Hashanah and on Shemini Yetzirah and Simchas in a certain sense, more than it is on Yom Kippur. So the Rebbe now will focus more and explain what exactly is the unique nature of the Simcha that there is on Shemini Yatzeres and Simcha's that all Yidin are unified as one equally. The Abir, the explanation here is as follows. Sholosh Regolim, all of the Yomim Tevim in Yonamu Meidim Simcha. They are time to rejoice and celebrate with Simcha. With the Simcha of all Yomim Tevim, Shemini Yatzeres and Simcha's stand out. Why is that? And all the other Yomim Toivim, the Simcha is connected or as a result of a specific mitzvah that's fulfilled then, or the theme of the day. Pesach is the time that David to freed us from its time. That's what we're celebrating. That's the cause of the Simcha. Shavuos is a time when we are rejoicing and thanking David for giving us the Teda. Even on Sukkot, it's a time of Simcha. And the sitting of the Sukkah as well. As it says in the Pasuk, that it's connected to the mitzvahs that we fulfill them. So there's a specific theme or cause that brings about the Simcha in this time of the Yom However, when it comes to the Simcha of Shemini Yatzeres and Simcha's Teireh, it's not connected to any particular mitzvah, not to any particular theme that we're commemorating, celebrating, rejoicing. This is the rejoicing of a Yid with his relationship with the Abishter above any of these reasons, above any specific cause. It's a much deeper reason to rejoice when you're when the rejoicing is just your very connection to the Ebeshter himself. You're rejoicing without any cause of a specific mitzvah or reason. It's above the limits of the, any of the simcha that exists by the other Yom where there the simcha has a specific content. It's related to a specific theme. Here it's the simcha of the Yid with the Eibushter. And this is the reason why It's in this simcha that everybody joins and everybody joins in a way that we don't point out differences and levels one is greater, one is less. Everybody is equal because over here it's the simcha of the Yid himself with the Eibushter and there there are no differences between one Yid and another. When it comes to the Simcha of Sukkis, this is a mitzvah related to the mitzvahs of the day. So this is a Simcha that's limited to how the mitzvah is fulfilled, the level of the mitzvah. When it comes to these mitzvahs, there are differences. Men are obligated in these mitzvahs. Women are not, and there could be other differences as well. So there's also a difference in the level of the joy that comes in connection to these mitzvahs. Even when it comes to Simchas Beis HaShayeve, has never seen rejoicing in his lifetime. So this was greatest simcha, one of the greatest levels of simcha that ever occurred in the Beis HaMikdash. However, it's related to the Yom Tov of Sukkis. And to the mitzvah of Nisach that was done then. We see that Yeshnam Bezek, the Gemara itself, points out differences in the way it was celebrated. 
Only the chesidim and anshe meisah would actually dance. The rest of the people, men and women, only came to observe. They came to watch, to hear, but they didn't get to dance together with the chesidim and anshe meisah. So as great as this simcha of Simcha's Beis HaShieva is, even greater than the simcha of the Yom Tov of Sukkis itself, nevertheless, there's still a distinction of levels between one Yid and another. Which is not the case when it comes to the Simcha. This is a kind of joy that breaks all boundaries. There's also no boundaries regarding who participates. And the words that we say in the Piyot that said right before Musaf, after Kriya Satayra, on Simcha's Tayra day, I'm coming and rejoicing in Simchas Avram Samach Simchas Yitzchak Samach Simchas So a person is putting himself Esmach alongside, together with Avram, Yitzchak, and Shleima. All are on the same level. Everybody is included and rejoices in Simchas Teira. Uminig Yisrael, Shakol Yisrael, Anoshim, Venoshim, Vetaf, Smechem Simchas the meaning is that everybody, men, women, and children, all come to rejoice together on Simchas Teira. So this is the uh, unique character, the unique nature of the Simcha of Simchas Teira, which is related to appointing the Eibishter as the king, where everybody is unified as one with the same bittel and the same connection. This comes out, this is expressed also in the Simcha of Simchas Teira, where all Yidin are unified on the same level. So now it's known that in order for there to be this unity, this inclusion of all Yidin together, this also demands of every individual to annul himself in his, within his own Aveda, within his own being, to have his bittel by himself to experience this kind of an achtos with all other Yidin that are around him. This is expressed by the bitl and the lack of any differences that there is within one person himself. When it comes to the simcha of simcha's teira, a human being is made up of a lot of different kaiches within him, from his head down to his toe and all the other kaiches in between that are functioning in a person. On simcha's teira, all of this has to become unified and there has to be a tremendous bitl expressed in a person. Just as it's true in general, as we explained regarding all Yidin. There are many different levels amongst Yidin. From the highest, from the head, to the foot. From the heads amongst you to the water carrier. On this day, every person puts aside his own personal level and is rejoicing together and equally on a much higher level connecting to the essence of the Eibishter on this day. So, the same is also true, the way every individual rejoices. This is also expressed in, in the way every individual celebrates. By every individual, his head and his feet which are so far apart from each other, your intellect to your feet should all be unified as one with the same dedication and rejoicing on this day. Even the head, generally speaking, the head is the place where a person thinks and analyzes and understands. The head will be elevated and will experience the same self-nullification and the same level of Kabbalah soil that the foot generally has. So this is another detail that we know that the minig on Simchas is that the rejoicing is particularly expressed by dancing. The significance of dancing is that it's the feet that are the most active in dancing. When you dance, it lifts up the whole body, including your head. Your head is now being affected and receiving the energy from your feet. That your feet now provide for your head that level of bittel and Kabbalah soil that it should be on the same level as the feet. So this is another detail that we see here in the minute of Simchas that expresses this unity 
that there is amongst the entire Klal Yisrael that's expressed in the individual how he celebrates by dancing specifically. And in the footnote that ever points out, clapping with your hands, or if you're just bouncing your feet up and down while you're sitting, that won't accomplish to lift up your head. The main idea here is that the feet that have that nature of nullifying itself to Hashem more than the head should dance and lift up your head, which is only if you're physically dancing. That's the significance of the actual dancing itself. So based on this we understand the days Nakudas Anal Bishmini Atzeres, the two points we mentioned before regarding Shmini Atzeres, Pchinas Malucha, the fact that this is a time when we appoint Hashem as a king, we absorb that on Shmini Atzeres, the first part of the Pasuk, and the fact that all Yidin are united and included as one, and as we explained, both of these are dependent one on another, Kanal. This is not only there, the Aveda, on this day, it's specifically expressed in the unique nature of the Simcha of Simchas Teireh, and also specifically in the dancing of Simchas Teireh, as I have explained. Yes, to add a further, deeper explanation to this, the fact that in this Aved of Tam Lichuni Aleichem, there is no division between one Yid and another. He knows the following of Urleel, in addition to what we've already explained. It's because you have the full self nullification when you are appointing a king. At that time, there's no time for self expression. At that time, you have to fully dedicate yourself to the king. So, therefore, all Yidin are equal. Gam, this is also true, the level of the king that you are reaching, that you're connecting to, is on a much higher level. After he's already appointed as a king. The guys exodus, and now he decrees the laws for the people. There are many different laws of Madregis Chalukis, applying to different levels of different people. The people fulfilling these, these laws are also on many different levels. Cotton, Godel, Eved, Isar, Chulu, whether it's a, a person of a smaller stature, greater stature, a, a, a servant, or Eved, a, a simple servant, or a minister, and so on. There are many different levels. When you are appointing David as a king, this is the king himself. Before the king relates, before the king is governing and going, going, uh, doing something for the purpose of the people, this is the king himself. Regarding the king himself, the essence of the king, there are no levels, there are no differences. Everybody is equal here when it comes to the essence of the king himself. So the point here is that it's not only mitzad below, mitzad the receiver, mitzad the nation, that it's their full dedication to the king at the time that they're appointing them, but it's through this that they are actually connecting to the essence of the king himself, not the king as he relates and comes down to relate to the people. So just as the level of the king that they are reaching when they are crowning him as a king, there are no divisions, this is the king himself. So okay. the so the people that are affecting this crowning of the king, all Yidin are unified as one without any divisions. Unified as one entity. This is the advantage of the Simcha on Shmini Yetzeres and Simcha's more than all the other days of Sukkis. On the days of Sukkot, as we explained before, the Simcha on those days is related and connected to the fulfillment of mitzvahs, the decrees of the king. Here there are various different levels. This is the king that's already coming down a level. He's relating to people, relating to the decrees on various different levels. So that's the kind of Simcha of Sukkot. There's no mitzvah, there's no particular theme that we're celebrating on this day. This is the crowning of the king himself, the essence of the king. 
that's being revealed and expressed in the uh, category of Simcha through expressing our joy, the Zayin is Chalmus. Here, there's no division, Yachad, Shifte, Yisrael, all Yidin are equal in this, and we are all connecting to the essence of the king above any levels. So this explains the connection of Rosh Hashanah to Shemini Yatzeres, and the connection to the Parsha as well, by Yibishur and Melech, the Sasif Rosh Hashanah, and specifically in the minig of how the Simcha is celebrated, including all Yidin as, well, as one, and also specifically the emphasis on the dancing, that the dancing, the feet, elevate the head, that the Rebbe explains. Now, the, ne- the, 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 the next part of the Sikha, the Rebbe will focus on the actual name of the second day of Shemini Yatzeret, which is Simchas Teira, that we are rejoicing with the Teira. How does that all tie into what we're talking about till now? Based on everything we've explained, this is a simcha that has no specific cause. It's not connected to a particular mitzvah or level. It's higher. It breaks all boundaries. Therefore, we see there's no boundaries in those that join in this simcha. If so, why is the Yom Tov referred to as B'Shem Simcha's Teira? We're rejoicing with the Teira. Simply, we're, we completed the Teira, and therefore we're rejoicing with the Teira. Shem which implies... This is a simcha that's connected and limited to what the teda is. The teda itself seemingly is something that has a limitation to it. The proof of this is, from this itself that the Pasuk says, that the teda is longer than the measure of the land, and it's broader than the sea, and the Pasuk uses the term midah here, mashma she begeda medida. That the Teireh is something that is related to something that can be measured. The Pasuk tells us it's even longer, it's greater, it's broader than that. But it's not something that's completely out of bounds of any limitation whatsoever. If so, we're celebrating Simchas Teireh. How could we say that this is a kind of celebration which is completely breaking all boundaries? This is the essence of the Yid celebrating with the essence of the Eivishter, where all Yidin are there unified as one, but we do see the name itself indicates that it's connected to the Teire, which has some kind of a limitation to it. The name of something, is not simply a name that can help you identify something, but this name actually gives the life to this thing, and the same thing also this day, so we must say that the unlimited simcha that we described until here in the Sikha of Simchas Teire, it's also hinted in this very name of Simchas Teire, you see in this name the unlimited joy that we have, Dafka and this Yantiv, different than all the other Mayadim of Simcha. How is that? What's the trapness? The explanation that Rebbe says is as follows. The Simchas Teira Yesh Shnei Pirushim. Simchas Teira has two interpretations. Aleph, there's the simple pshat. Yisrael Smechim B'Teira. Yidin are rejoicing with the Teira. In other words, it's the Teira that the Yidin learned and are completing. That's the source of the Yidin Simcha. Yidin receive their Simcha from the Teira. That's a simple pshat. But then there's another pshat. Ha-Teira Atzma Smecha. It's the Teira itself that's the source of the joy. The Teira itself is happy. Let me repeat that again, actually. It's the Teire itself that is, that is rejoicing. And who provides that joy to the Teire? The rejoicing of Simchas Teire is that it's the Yidin that are rejoicing, that are providing and enhancing and giving the joy to the Teire. This is a pshat that the Friedrich Rebbe says in a Maimer. Also based on um, Zayar, the Rebbe points to, that it's the Yidin that rejoice on Simchas Teira, that are not only receiving from the Teira, which is a simple pshat, from the Teira that they learned, but the Yidin are the ones that bring and increase the joy of the Teira itself. Those are the two explanations, which the Rebbe will elaborate upon and explain. Both of these interpretations are brought in Teira. Teira Semes. Move on, Shabbos, or in Yonim, Yeshnam, Simchas Teireh. These are both true. 
and they're related and dependent one on the other. On one hand, the Yidin are receiving their joy from the Teda. On the other hand, it's the Yidin that are providing and elevating the joy of the Teda itself. This could also be one of the explanations of Zman Simchaseinu using the plural term, which is Simchas Yisrael Ba'atayda, the joy that the Yidin have with the Teda. The Simchas Ha'teyda Atzma Shal Yidei Yisrael, and the joy of the Teda itself that it receives from the Yidin. So these are the two levels of joy that we have in the name of Simchas Teda. So we have to explain how are they dependent on one another and so on. So now, Simchas Teireh is, as we explained before, a celebration that includes all Yidin, Yisrael, all Yidin, even the simple, even the simple amongst Yidin, Noshim, the Taf, and the women and the children as well, are also included in the, in the rejoicing of Simchas Teireh. So the reason for rejoicing in Simchas Teireh and especially the, the joy on this unlimited level has to be an explanation that's understood for even the simplest person. So what's the explanation? What's the special Simcha of Simchas that you see expressed in the name Simchas that you, you see in this name, the unlimited Simcha? Simply speaking, it would seem that this is understood according to the second shot that we said before that Yidin are the ones that provide Simcha and elevate the Simcha of the Teireh. In order for Yidin to rejoice through the Teireh, to receive Simcha from the Teireh, what do you do with Teireh? You learn Teireh. To understand the words of Teireh. You have to first learn it and understand it. And then you could rejoice with the Teireh that you're learning. And also, only according to the amount that you understand, every person on their level. That's generally the simcha that a person receives from the teireh that he learns. However, this does not apply to what we're talking about over here, about the joy of simcha's teireh. The hakafes that we celebrate, we're not learning from the teireh. On the contrary, we are holding the teireh, and we dance around with the Teireh, covered with the mantle of the Teireh. So, following the first reason that Eden received Simcha from learning the Teireh, that's not applicable in the way we celebrate Simcha's Teireh, when the Teireh is closed and covered, and we dance with this Teireh. So, Simcha's Teireh Pirusha. So, Based on what we actually do, the way we celebrate Simchas Teireh, so what is the meaning of Simchas Teireh? Like the second pshat we said before, Shat Teireh Smecha, it's the Teireh itself that's rejoicing. And Vigilu Simcha, Vigaydu Simcha, and to reveal the Simcha, and to intensify the Simcha, the Hakafis, the going around, and Yikudim, and the dancing, because as a kuka Teireh she Yisrael Yakifu Ita, the Teireh is rejoicing, but the Teireh still needs Yidin to bring joy to the Teireh, and to go around with the Teireh, v'yiraktu ita, and to dance with the Teireh, shayideizim megalem ha-simcha u-magdilem simcha sa-teireh. The Yidin are the ones that could reveal and bring this unlimited simcha to the Teireh. There's the simcha that the Teireh itself has, the great simcha of the Teireh, but the simcha of the Teireh itself is a level of simcha that's not as great as what the Yidin will bring and add through dancing with the Teireh, the Yidin will add simcha to the Teireh. So this is the second shot that we said before that the Yidin brings Simcha to the Teireh. So it's this Pshat, Simcha's Teireh, that L'chayre is the explanation for the unique Simcha of Simcha's Teireh when we dance with the Teireh that's closed and covered in its mantle. But what's the Pshat in the Sinyan? What does it mean that the Yidin are the ones that add and increase the Simcha of the Teireh itself? What is it that Yidin have that they're able to elevate Teireh even more than what the Teireh itself is? So the Rebbe continues, when you know the Pshatan this is, as great as the Simcha of the Teir itself is, as great as the source of the joy of Teir itself is, but it has some limitation to it, as the Rebbe proved before. So if it's just the Simcha with the Teir itself, that's a level of joy and a kind of dancing which has a limitation to it. 
When a yid comes along and a yid takes the Torah in his hands, the source of Yidin, the thought of the Yidin by the Eibishter before he created the world precedes even Teira. It says in the Medrash that both Yidin and Teira came up in the Eibishter's thought are rooted very deeply in the Eibishter himself before creation. However, Yidin are even higher than Teira as well. As the Medrash there brings the Raya from the fact that the Pasuk says that the whole purpose of the Teira is for Yidin and Yidin are there before Teira. So the Shadish of the Yidin in the essence of the Eibishter is higher than the Teira. So when a Yid comes along and dances with the Teira, he now Yidei. When you reveal the Shadish of who a Yid is, which is even higher than the Teirah, which is completely unlimited, when a Yid rejoices and breaks all boundaries and reveals this, you draw that unlimited revelation of Simcha and you increase even the Simcha of the Teirah itself that has a certain limitation to it. So this is the idea, according to the second chat, the name Simchas is this unique nature of the Simcha of Simchas that we rejoice with an unlimited joy. It's because of the Shadish of the Yehudi Yidis. The Yidin are increasing the Simcha of Simchas When the Yidin take the Teira and dance with the Teira, they are elevating their and revealing their own, by breaking the boundaries, by their own Simcha, they're revealing their own Shadish of where, who they are truly. And then through this, they can increase the simcha of the level of Teireh itself. This is similar to a point that it says in Sefer Aboy, When David HaMelech learned Teireh, he revealed a deeper connection that his neshama has that would even add and elevate the Teireh to a higher level. He brought into Teda a revelation of Ein Sof that's even higher than the source of Teda itself. And we, we actually find the way David HaMelech would rejoice. David was dancing and clapping with all of his might in front of the Eivishter. Not paying attention to who he was as a king and he danced without any limitations. Ketanis Michal Bashal, when Michal Bashal saw this, she said he's embarrassing himself as a king. But this was the Simcha of David Amelech that he brought and he elevated even the Teireh to a higher level. And that's the Pshat of Simcha's Teireh, that it's a Yid that dances with the Teireh and brings his Neshama, reveals his Neshama to elevate the Teireh to an even higher level. So all of this is the explanation of the name Simcha's Teireh based on the second Pshat that we said before. And this is seemingly the only way to understand what we do in Simchas Teireh, because we're not, we're not opening up the Teireh, we're not reading from the Teireh. So how could we say that the source of our Simcha comes from the Teireh if we're not even receiving anything from the Teireh? It's the Yid that takes the Teireh and elevates the Teireh and dances with the Teireh. So that's only the second shot. So what happens to the first shot? So now the question is, as we explained, the Shadish of where Yidin come from is higher than the Teireh. And this is the Pshat in the second meaning of Simchas Teireh, that Yidin, by taking the Teireh, are able to elevate and draw a greater joy, even more than the Teireh itself. How would we explain this idea that there is an unlimited simcha that Yidin are receiving from the Teira? The first pshat that we said, the first pshat is also a true pshat, al Teira's MS, that the unlimited simcha of Simcha's Teira is based on the fact that Yidin are receiving a simcha from the Teira. What is that unlimited simcha that Eden received from the Teireh? And where do we see it expressed in how we celebrate Simcha's Teireh when we have the Teireh closed and we dance with it? The explanation here is as follows. Although it's true, as we explained, as the Medrash says, that the thought of Eden comes up before creation, higher and before Teireh. So the Shadish of Eden is higher than Teireh. Once the Teda descends, or the Yidin, the, the, the Neshama of Yidin descends here below in this world, there's a very big difference in how that affects the Teda and how the Neshama is affected once it descends into this world. 
The Torah, even after it descends into this world, the Torah remains completely unified with its source, the way it is above, one with the Ebishter. The words of Torah, even after it descends into this world, is the Chachma of the Ebishter. It's not Makabal Tumah, it does not get affected by anything in this world. It doesn't assume its own personality being a Chachma of the Ebishter that relates to matters in this world. Yeah, of course, the Torah Lamaila is a Ruchni is the Ginyan, and it talks about Ruchni is the Ginyanam. Once the Torah comes down, it's applied and relates to Gashmi is the Ginyan, which Torah speaks about here below. However, the words of Torah itself remains Torah's MS and remains Ayrais of the The nature of what the Torah itself is does not change. Avol, Nisham, Yisrael, at the same time though, when it comes to the Nishamas of Eden that descend into this world, they are created to become a entity for themselves. They assume their own personality. Every neshama has its kaiches. It becomes a separate entity, so to speak, from its source. ben, like a child that's born. His whole being comes from his father. He's born. He assumes his own independence. Nivdal separated from the father. The neshama leaves its source and assumes its own independence and comes down here below and into our body. So therefore the neshama here below becomes very different, at least externally, from the way it is above in its source. So therefore, the only way for the neshama here below to reconnect to the Abishta, to reveal its true source, it's only when a yid learns Taita. Teireh, which retains its nature, its essence, the way it is above, one with the Ebishter, retains that purity, even when it's here below. It's the same Chachma of the Ebishter, and it never became separated, it never assumed its own personality. When a Yid learns the words of Teireh, that helps a Yid reveal his connection, who the true personality of his Neshama is, where it comes from. Oh no, that's the first step. In order for the neshama to ignite and reveal its connection, but following this, once the teira elevates and reveals the shaydish of who a yid is here below, now the shaydish of who yidin are is revealed, which is above teira. And now yidin are able to draw from their source, from the essence of the avisha that's above teira, and bring this into the teira that yidin now provide a higher level of Simcha into the Teireh. So it goes both ways. It starts with the Pshat of Simcha's Teireh that Yidin are receiving from the Teireh, because it's the Teireh that is able to reveal the Shadish of who the Nisham of Ayid is. But once that's revealed, Ayid then provides and brings a greater essence, a greater connection into the Teireh. Now based on this, we understand the connection of the two interpretations of Simcha's Teire, whether it's the Yidin that rejoice through the Teire, or it's the Teire that's receiving the joy from the Yidin, and how they're connected. In the beginning, it's the Yidin that receive their joy from the Teire. So the Yidin are connecting to the Teire, and then and then through this, the Yid connects to the Eivishter. And this reveals the Shadish of who a Yid really is. Now, and then comes the second shot, the Yidin then are able to bring a deeper connection into the Teire. And that's what the Yidin do when they dance, and they bring this Simcha into the Teire. And I hear the Rebbe adds that we see this also in how we celebrate Simchas We don't go straight to that office. We begin with saying Psukim of Teire before we go to that office. We talk about Psukim. We say Psukim that talk about what we are about to do. Similar to the way it is on Rosh Hashanah. That besides the actual mitzvah of blowing the shefer, we say the psukim to speak about the theme of the day and what we do when we blow shefer. So this is what we do before we actually go to dance. The main simcha is that, and the main dancing is at the time when we're actually dancing with the closed teireh. 
But before that, we actually read Psukim of the Taira. We are reading from the Taira and we are receiving the message from the Taira. We read these psukim that speak about the greatness of the Ebrister, the godless Yisrael, and the greatness of who Yidin are. This reveals who a Yid truly is, because the Taira has the ability to reveal the Shadish of who a Yid is here below. And then a Yid is able to reveal his unlimited connection to the Eibishter. And then you actually celebrate the main celebration with the dancing, with the closed Teira, and the Yidin increase and bring more Simcha to the Teira itself, even higher than the Shadish of Teira. So this is the connection between the two interpretations of Simcha's Teira, and as we see it expressed in what we actually do by first saying the Psukim, receiving the message from the Teira, and then even take the Teira and dance with the Teira and elevate the Teira to an even higher level. And Mizeh, move on from this, we understand, Shashem Simchas Teira, that this name, Simchas Teira, Bepirushai, Shashemcha Shayachas Teira, that this is a Simcha that's related to the Teira. This does not in any way contradict the whole point that we're saying here. That the unique nature of the simcha of this day is a, breaks all boundaries. And it relates to all Yidin without any division. On the contrary, because this is a simcha that comes because of the Eden's connection to Sharsham, which the main point of the year is that through this, this will reveal the Shadish of who Yidin are. It's this that brings about the unlimited celebration of Simchas Teira and the Gan Yachad Shifti Yisrael, and this unifies all Yidin together. Shakulam Smeichim Beshave, all Yidin celebrate together. Kimitzat Sheirish Nafsham. When you look at the source of where all Yidin come from, Kulon Masimais, all Yidin come from the very same place, and they are all equal. We have all one Father, and the Chol Yisrael Him Achim Mamish, and all Yidin are literally brothers.